Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Jamie Samuel reporting, and welcome to episode seven of my 2022 FIFA World Cup podcast, bringing you the latest updates on the 2022 World Cup. I am joined again on this podcast by Barney Perra. Barney, how are you going this fine evening, and how did you enjoy Australia's triumph the other night? I'm doing very well, uh, thanks, Jamie, and thanks for having me on your show again. Um, Oh, yeah, I'm doing very well, just um, very sleep-deprived because of the World Cup. Um, as for Australia's win against Tunisia, um, that was brilliant. Um, I, I, I honestly wasn't expecting Australia to win. I know a lot of people were, but I thought Tunisia was good in that first game. Australia wasn't, and there was to me, it was a big form reversal. And I'm just glad um, Australia did get the win, and now they are on the front foot um, you know, hoping to get into the next phase, and that would just be beautiful to see Australia in the second round. Absolutely, it would. Over the last day, we have seen Morocco cause another major upset at the 2022 World Cup as they stunned Belgium 2 0. After having a goal disallowed by VAR just before half time from Hakeem Zaitch, the game sprung into life in the last 20 minutes. Romain Sass broke the deadlock in the 73rd minute with a stunning free kick before Zakaria. Aku Halal put the seal on a famous Morocco win in Morocco's history. It throws Group F wide open. If Morocco defeat Canada, who are already eliminated, they will progress to the knockout stages in a group that featured two heavyweights. It will be the first time since 1986 they progress past the group stage if successful. If Belgium lose to Croatia, it will be the end of their campaign at a surprisingly early stage for the 2018 semi-finalists, not to mention the second-place team in the world. Even a draw against Croatia could be curtains, depending on other results. Barney, this result was another big surprise to the football world. Did it surprise you? Um, not Really, I think personally, I think Belgium is a very overrated team and I think Morocco is a very underrated team. So I think it was a lot more even than people gave the Moroccans credit for. Um, Morocco has a very bad history of tragic losses and you know, I'm always willing them to win. And I thought Morocco showed in their first game that they are here to play football and Belgium was somewhat lucky against Canada. So... It wasn't too big a shock, and I think there are some problems in the Belgian squad as well. So um, Belgium is up against it now. Um, I wasn't overly surprised with that result, to be honest. With all that's uphill against Belgium, do you honestly see them getting out of the group now? Hard to tell. Uh, Their first two games, they have not been impressive at all, and they were against the two so-called weaker teams in their group. So against Croatia, who, you know, they've been there, done that, they, they've got a very big mountain to climb. Um, as overrated as I see them, they're still a strong, formidable team. I just can't help think with their, you know, they've got some very uh, significant Premier League stars and ex-Premier League stars. They really should be a better team than Croatia, but on form, it's hard to see them really doing anything to the Croatians. Maybe they'll rise because their back is to the wall. I guess we'll wait and see. Yes, we will. Croatia downed Canada 4-1. After Canada scored their first World Cup goal as early as the second minute through Alfonso Davies, it was all Croatia from then on. Kramaric equalising in the 36th minute before Marco Levaya 
gave Croatia a 2-1 at half-time advantage. Kramaric iced the game with a brace in the 70th minute before Lavoro Maya added icing on the cake in the 94th minute. Croatia is up and running at this World Cup on top of Group F after two matches. They only need a draw against Belgium to progress through to knockout football. Barney, did you expect anything less from this Croatia super side? I didn't expect it to be as easy as it ended up being, but um, I expected a bit more fight from the Canadians. And when they scored, I thought, oh, yeah, we're going to be in for a good game. But um, in the end, Croatia just ran on with it. So, um, yeah, no surprise in the, the final result. Just the score was a bit of a surprise for me. Fair enough. And can you tell us your prediction for Croatia's final game against Belgium? Yeah, that's a tough one. Honestly, on form, I expect Croatia to beat Belgium. Um, for the sake of my tipping competition, I hope it's the other way around. But honestly, on form, I can't see Belgium really um, putting anything together. They have been absolutely woeful in their two games. Absolutely, they have. Spain drew one run with Germany as Germany kept their knockout stage hopes alive with an important point picked up. Alvaro Morata gave Spain the advantage in the 62nd minute and the game was following the script before Germany dug deep and Niklas Falkrug scored a crucial equaliser for Germany in the 83rd minute. As Germany kept their World Cup progression hopes alive, especially considering Costa Rica's upset over Japan, it leaves it open for any side to still qualify heading into the final game. If Spain beat Japan and Germany are good enough to win against Costa Rica, Germany will join Spain in the last 16. Anything less than a win for Germany will see them eliminated at the group stage for the second consecutive World Cup, which would be a great disappointment for the four-time winners. Barney, what did you make of Germany's performance to bounce back and gain a credible draw against hot favourites Spain? Well, I thought it was a great um, it was a great bounce back because um, they've honestly no one expected them to lose to the Japanese and um, the pressure would have been immense on the Germans. Um, and you mentioned you know two World Cups in a row not making the second round would be an absolute disaster. So. Look, it was a good bounce back for the Germans and, um, yeah, probably the Spanish would be the most disappointed with that result, I think, because Spain would have gone into the game thinking, you know what, we got the Germans at the most vulnerable. But um, a 1-1 draw was, uh, I think, for the Germans, I think after their last game, I think it was a good result for the Germans. Absolutely. I agree with you on that one. Can you see both these sides winning their last games and progressing to the round of 16? Well, that's a hard one. This is a very interesting group because all teams, depending on what result they get, can qualify for the next round. So everyone has a has an incentive going into that last game. Um, look, if the Germans you know, stick to football and ditch the politics, there's no reason why the Germans can't be strong. And Spain... They should account for Japan. But this World Cup is one being one of surprises. We just don't know which Spain's going to show, which Japan's going to show, which Costa Rica, which Germany. It's just, it's a lucky, it's honestly a lucky dip. It just depends who shows up on the game, on the game day and who's focused. Absolutely. In other news, some upcoming matches include Korea Republic will take on Ghana at the Education City Stadium. South Korea drew 0-0 with Uruguay on match day one, 
whilst Ghana was outclassed by Portugal 3-2. This is a crucial game for both sides if they are to progress from the group. South Korea simply must win their final game against Portugal if they are to truly set up a chance of progression. My prediction, South Korea to get a 2-1 victory. Barney, your predictions, please. Uh, just to be different, I'm going to say Ghana 2-1. I think Ghana showed a lot in that Portugal game that uh, they can compete with the best. Though, I would like to see an Asian team get a win. But, yeah, I think Ghana will actually um, win the game. And, I yeah, I'll go 2-1 to Ghana. Okay, interesting prediction. What can South Korea do to turn around the form that saw them draw with Uruguay and transform it into a win? Well, they've just got to be more ruthless in front of goal. Um, I thought the South Koreans were, overall, they played well against Uruguay. They were very, very solid at the back. Their midfield worked hard. Just, you know, one, um, you know, an inch here and there and, um, you know, they could have scored. So I don't think they have to really change all that much. Just, um, you know, stay patient and chances will come. Yeah, absolutely. Brazil will take on Switzerland at Stadium 974. Brazil began their tournament as expected, with a 2-0 win over Serbia. Switzerland also began with a 1-0 victory over Cameroon. It is expected that these two sides will be the sides to progress from Group G. Brazil can as good as secure a knockout place with a victory. My prediction, a 2-1 win for Brazil. Barney, do you see Brazil getting the win they need to put themselves in prime position to qualify? Oh, 100%. Um, I, yeah, Brazil and Brazil is a different class to Switzerland. Um, I think 2-0, maybe even 3-0 to Brazil. Yeah, absolutely. I think I agree to that similar prediction. As I mentioned, it might be a bit closer, but my final prediction is Brazil 2 or 3-1. What can Switzerland do to break down the might of Brazil and hold them to an unexpected draw at least? Well, like any game, they have to win the field battle. Um, I thought Cameroon actually dominated them in midfield and the goal was a somewhat you know, somewhat against a run of play uh, when they did score against uh, Cameroon, ironically through a Cameroonian-born player. But, yeah, Switzerland needs to win that, the midfield battle because Brazil is just way too strong in midfield and with that midfield, they'll, they'll smash anyone. So you just got to win the midfield battle. Maybe an extra midfielder at the expense of a striker, but they've got to win the midfield battle to have a chance. Yep. Portugal will take on Uruguay at the Lusail Stadium. Portugal began their campaign with a 3-2 win over Ghana as Cristiano Ronaldo became the first player to score at five different World Cups. As mentioned, Uruguay was held to a goalless draw against South Korea. Portugal can secure progression with a victory over the South Americans. Even if Uruguay lose, they can still progress with a win over Ghana as long as results go their way. My prediction, 2-1 win for Portugal. Barney, do you feel a similar result? Yes, I do. Um, I think, yeah, 2-1 to Portugal. Um, I think they are a much better team, much more balanced in the team. Then Uruguay, and yeah, I agree with you. What can Uruguay do to cause the upset and get the crucial points they need? Um, look, yeah, as with the Koreans, they were very solid at the back, so I don't, I can't see Portugal switching too many past Uruguay. Um, but as with the South Koreans, just 
you know, chances will come. I mean, Uruguay did hit the post twice. So, again, an inch here and there, Uruguay could have beaten South Korea. So just um, keep doing what you're doing, keep doing what you're best at. Chances will come. And just, yeah, it's all about patience. You've got to be patient and don't panic when things don't go according to plan. Absolutely. And that concludes Episode 7 of my 2022 FIFA World Cup podcast. Barney, thanks so much for your time again and look forward to having you back on again soon for this podcast. Well, thank you for having me, uh, Jamie, and yeah, look forward to future podcasts with you. Wonderful. Remember, if you are keen to be a guest on this podcast, you can reach me on my email in the video description of either LinkedIn profile in the description. I look forward to bringing you more action in the next 24 hours.